Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Network. Today, brought to you by the great folks at Prize Picks. You gotta hear about Prize Picks. You don't want to get involved in this football season unless you hear what we have to say about Prize Pick. Well, we've got a lot, uh, well, we've got a few things on the agenda today. We can react a little bit to the week one in college football and maybe a little week two, but we want to focus a lot on the NFL today. I'm going to tell you about some of the key things I'm looking for in with each NFL team in week one, and I'm going to break down the divisions real quickly and tell you uh, how I see at this point these teams shaping up. So we, uh, we've got that for you. Reminder to get the most detailed film room analysis on the college and pro game, you got to go to LandryFootball.com. It's a coaching and scouting viewpoint of the pro and college game. If it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got it for you there. That's what we're here for, and you can take advantage of the football season sale, which is the best deal that we have, or if you prefer, try it out for a month. Uh, Whatever is your flavor, we got it for you. Interesting week quickly in college football week one. Look, we are not going to learn – as much as you think we're going to learn in week one of play. It's just not as simple as that. And I think one of the things that people make mistakes on is that they think what a team is week one, that's what they're going to be. That is not the case. It has never been the case. It never will be the case. You never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. Now, it's pretty simple. We've only got three teams that can – win the national championship this year. Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State are really the only three that are capable of beating one another. And But the other teams, and unless those teams, one of them or more of them, fall apart and bring other people into the mix, you know, check out LandryFootball.com how I have them graded. And there's a difference. When I look at teams that are in the blue-grade area, those are the elite teams. Light blue, outstanding red, you know, very good. Teams that are capable of making the playoffs, provided they're 104. Clemson, for example. There's some others. You'll see the list thus far. But the teams are not going to be what they are week one all throughout the season. It will adjust due to the fact that you do get better or you get worse and you have injuries and you 
you have maturity levels that grow in, in different opponents that provide different challenges to you. So that's the first thing I would say. The folks in Baton Rouge, where I reside and once coached, are up in arms about the week one of Brian Kelly. Well, folks, very simple, that there's a lot of issues that have taken place at LSU. I mean, this is not a quick fix. This is not, well, they were undisciplined. Brian Kelly comes in. He's been there since January. He needs to clean it up, fix it up, and we're good to go. No, it doesn't work that way. There's a lot of culture changing that needs to take place, a lot of understanding of how to do things the right way. Um, you know, I think that's, that's really the key. When you have players that are used to doing it a certain way, players tend to want to gravitate to the way they've done it. And if they've not been in a disciplined, organized environment, it's not that they're resistant to doing it. It's just they're used to doing it one way. It becomes habit-forming, and you've got to break those habits. And there's not enough good players at certain positions, like on the offensive line. So there's problems there. Yes, there's a, spe- a special teams disaster. Playing young guys, uh, they certainly weren't coached to do what they did, but they made mistakes. They need to be held accountable. And, uh, of course, the head coach makes a lot of money, and he's going to get blamed for it, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this is a long build, and I think that um, my experience with Brian Kelly has been a very good one, and I believe strongly that uh, that he can get that turned around. But it's going to not be – it's going to be with some hurdles this year. Uh, some new coaches have had some good impact. I thought that um, Brent Venables did a really good job, um, certainly uh, impressive there. I think Lincoln Riley, uh, to speaking of Oklahoma, looked very good – First stretches, particularly on offense against Rice, it was against Rice. And, you know, Oklahoma had a pushover game as well. But we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Look, I think that uh, when I'm looking at teams around the country, and you can check out LandryFootball.com where I have them ranked. And and I think that's – and I do the recap every week, so that's where you can see the ranking. Um, We'll kind of see how it plays out. We'll learn more about Alabama this week against Texas. But they are really, really good. Georgia's dominant performance over Oregon was just simply outstanding. Um, so I think that's really, um, really fun to look at um, and follow as the season goes along, and we'll keep you up to date on that. How do I evaluate teams? I get asked that a bunch. How do you how do you evaluate teams, and what do you look for? And I think that's really important. When I grade a team, I'm looking at um, certain things that are pivotal towards evaluating a team in every area. And if you don't evaluate teams and don't grade them, then you really can't come up with a true evaluation. Just uh, The other ways is just kind of just eyeballing and you know really not anything that's substantial in terms of evaluating, something that's, that's uh, not really good. I, I think that when you evaluate a team – You've got, just like evaluating players, you've got to look at certain things. I evaluate teams in 20 different categories. Uh, I factor the results versus the opponents and the venues that they're played. I look at how they would match up against one another. 
I look at everything, uh, a number of six or seven areas, like ability to score from different points on the field. Can they run or pass when they have to, not when just they want to? Uh, the ability to, to run it up in a four-minute offense versus loaded fronts, the ability to move the football through the air in two-minute offense, red zone efficiency, third down efficiency, um, and, and the same thing on the defensive side and on special teams. So I grade them in a number of areas. I'll do a special on the podcast uh, right here one time where I go into more detail on that. I've got a few things more I want to cover today. But uh, evaluating players, grading them, and putting them like on a draft board, just grading the teams is how I go about doing it. And I think that's uh, really what uh, is the best way to go about it because just say, well, I think this team's better than this. And who's the fourth team? Uh, it, it doesn't really matter who the fourth team is. How do you grade them? So Alabama and Georgia, Georgia-Alabama are on the same plane. They're the two best teams in the country. Ohio State is in the same grouping, the same plateau, just a little bit below. Then there's another grade level below, and then that's Clemson. And then there's another below them in which there's about a dozen teams that are all kind of competing for that next level. So there's potential openings of who's going to be the fourth team, but right now there's a big gap. So what difference is there that, well, so-and-so is overrated at four or five? Well, of course they're overrated because there's only three teams that are elite, and there's a huge drop from three to four. So it's pretty clear that four or the drop from four to five is going to be huge. So, of course, it's overrated because you shouldn't have a ranking. You should have a, all right, these are the top three. There's a big gap. There's no four. You start the next group at about like 12. That's, that's the reality. So that's why it's important to grade before you rank. Um, I want to take a look at the start of the NFL season, switch gears here. And I want to take a look at kind of what I'm looking for in each team. And then we'll get into kind of how I see the divisions. I'm going to go down just alphabetically some things I'm looking for for each team in the league. Just a few little things. It's not everything. You want a complete breakdown of the roster and who the best rosters in the league are. We got that up for you at LandryFootball.com. If you want a complete to position by position breakdown, of each team, we've got that for you as well. But I want to get into some quick-hitting stuff. Arizona Cardinals. I want to see Hollywood Brown's elite speed give Kyler Murray a weapon he has never had. I'm looking forward to seeing what Brown does with him in potential shootouts against the Chiefs. Atlanta. I want to see what Atlanta's front four looks like. Could they have a better-than-expected pass defense? And If the front outside of J.D. Jarrett looks like it does on paper, could be – um, someone that could surprise in a couple of games. They're still one of the weaker rosters, but maybe not as bad if they can show some signs there. Baltimore, how aggressive will Lamar Jackson be as a runner if the Ravens, you know, if they don't get that extension at the, the midnight hour? Um, I think that's interesting. Buffalo, I want to see the young group of corners against the Rams week one. Carolina, does Christian McCaffrey get a Full bell cow roll, or will Carolina manage usage more than um, than it has in the past? Um, the Bears are rebuilding, and this season is primarily about the development of Justin Fields. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With that in mind, I'm going to be looking at the Bears' new coaching staff. The ability to help manage the 49ers' dangerous front through scheme will be interesting to watch there. So I'm curious to see how well they can coach around their issues. That tells me a lot as well. Cincinnati, you could argue that the Bengals have a complete, talented offense now that their offensive line has been balked up. Will they be more aggressive? Will Zach Taylor be more aggressive on offense? I'm looking for things within the game. Obviously, most people look at who's going to win Who's going to lose? By how much? We understand why you want to know. I'm, I'm explaining what's going to be the key to all of that. I'm curious to see how the Browns' defensive coaching staff game plans against Baker Mayfield, knowing them as well as they probably should. The Cowboys' offensive line has been a strength for years. This new group is going to get tested uh, against a very good Bucks defensive front. Denver, Russell Wilson will be getting his first game action as a Bronco in his old stomping grounds. Of Seattle, I'm looking forward to seeing how aggressive Denver is against Wilson's former team. Detroit, the Lions are positioned to be better than expected offensively this year. I'm more interested in how well Detroit defense performs against an Eagles, Eagles roster that's pretty doggone good. The Packers, I think Green Bay could have the league's best defense this season in that division. Certainly, it's going to be the focus of my attention on them against a talented Viking offense. That defense can stay healthy and progress. With Aaron Rodgers, look out. That's what we want to see. The Houston Texans, I want to see how Derek Stingley Jr. matches up against Michael Pittman in the first game. The Colts, season balls down to how much Matt Ryan is left in the tank. Week one in Houston is a great opportunity to get off to a quick start for Matt Ryan. I want to see that. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is the present, is the future. All eyes are on how Lawrence fares this season under Doug Peterson. Um I'm looking forward to seeing what the Eagles' offense looks like without Tyreek Hill at the Chiefs. Arizona, one of the weaker cornerback groups in the league. Therefore, we should see an aggressive game plan out of Kansas City, and we'll see what they'll have. The Raiders, how much difference does Josh McDaniels' offense look versus what's worked for Derek Carr and the Raiders the past few years? The Chargers are ready to win right now, and they have a strong enough roster to be a dominant team. On opening day, I'll be looking to see if they dominate the Raiders in the trenches on both sides of the ball. The Rams, uh, I have my eyes on Rams' new left tackle, Joe Noteboom, who is filling the shoes of Hall of Famer Andrew Whitworth. Miami, the Patriots, tough opening day draw, but I want to see how Mike McDaniel helps Tua get the most out of the Miami Dolphins' weapons. Minnesota, the rival Packers, have a very talented defense. I'm very curious to see how Minnesota's new coaching staff game plans against Green Bay. New England, Josh McDaniels, as we mentioned, no longer there. He's in Las Vegas. 
Without him, how will that change the impact at all with Mac Jones? The Saints losing Drew Brees, Sean Payton over the last two years provides a shift for the Saints. How much difference did they, the offense look without Sean Payton's influence on Jameis Winston? That's what I'm going to be looking for most with them. The their defense is very good. It's about Jameis Winston. The Giants' primary purpose of the 2020 campaign is to find out if Daniel Jones is the long-term answer at quarterback. Well, you go up against a good defense in Tennessee. I want to see how that plays out to start. The Jets, it looks like we'll get Joe Flacco on opening day, so I'll have my eyes on the Jets' young core on both sides of the ball. Hey, these are the things I'm looking for in week one. It doesn't tell me everything every week tells me in pieces what it's all about. But this is what I'm looking for in week one. Philadelphia, I want to see if the Eagles will come out the gates, more pass-centric with the addition of A.J. Brown. Oh, they'll stick to the more run-heavy attack that's worked last year. I'm curious to see. Not judging either way, I'm just curious to see. I want to see how the Steelers' offensive line holds up against good but manageable Bengals pass rush. The Niners, with all eyes on Trey Lance, and rightly so, I want to see Javon Kinlaw in Chicago. I love uh, Kinlaw's relentless effort in college. If he takes a leap this season, the 49ers front four is going to be a real problem for opponents. So uh, quarterback, yes. Javon Kinlaw also. Seattle, Pete Carroll has interest in running an old-school football operation with Geno Smith as a game manager. How will Seattle handle matchups where they're opposing offenses that can hang a lot of points on them? Solid chance we'll find out when Russell Wilson comes to town on Monday Night Football. For the Bucks. Have my eyes on the Bucks' offensive line with three new starters on the interior in Dallas. They'll be tested by the Cowboys, who still have a strong pass rush beside, uh, despite losing Randy Gregory. The Titans, if their young secondary takes a step forward this season, I'm curious to see if that's going to happen. It could have an elite pass defense if they do. Uh, they start against a very beatable passing attack in the Giants. Washington, if Carson Wentz is going to elevate this offense, we should at least see signs of that on opening day against the Jacks. So uh, these are things that I'm looking for in week one. Not everything, but um, it is uh, something that uh, I think is worth looking at. Hey, I want to tell you, before we get into the breakdown of... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The divisions. Give you a look how I see it's going to play out. I want to tell you about my good friends at Price Pick. If you're not familiar with them, let me tell you how this works. Um, you know, it's 
it's it's a not fantasy. It's it's you know um, it's player projections. Um, you know it it is it's a really unique and I found very impressive format. It's easy to play, and look, all you got to do is pick two to five players, and if they will go uh, score more or less than their prize pick projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on an entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offer projections on any sport that you watch. This includes the NFL, the NBA when it starts, Major League Baseball, which is in its stretch runs, the NHL coming up, PGA, college football, college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, um, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket. Is there anything else to leave out? I don't think so. Everything. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operation in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Prize Pick apps or go to prizepick.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LANDRY. That's all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. If you deposit $100, Prize Pick will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LANDRY, L-A-N-D-R-Y, and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. You can't beat it. Again, enter the promo code Capital L A N D R Y. I do. You should as well. It's a great way to enjoy the football season. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. So how do we, if I'm looking at what to look for this week, I'm going to give a gander because everybody wants an opinion of who's going to win the divisions. Folks, it's a long season, and a lot's going to happen. But I will tell you how I see the division going into the season, and then we're just going to have to see it develop, and we'll keep you up to date on LandryFootball.com as things will change. It will evolve. It always does. Last year at this time, for example, I would have said, look, the Bengals are going to be a pretty good team. They're going to be improved. You didn't hear uh, Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. In fact, at the end of the year, I would have said, you know, they're going to be, in fact, I did say, they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. I didn't say they're going to the Super Bowl. So I, I, things change, and, uh, you know, follow this away, and we'll see. Look, AFC East, let's start there. It's Buffalo and everybody else in that division. They have the most talent. Um, there's really no one that can beat them. They would have to come back to the pack. Um, they have the NFL's second toughest first set games this season and are one of uh, four teams to start with three road games in the first three weeks at the Rams, Dolphins, Ravens. So it's look, it's uh, they've got a lot done this offseason. They're coming off of a really good year. I think that's the team to beat um, in the AFC East. I do think it's going to be interesting to see who can finish second. 
uh, and if that's playoff uh, uh, caliber with between Miami and New England. AFC South, look, I think it's Indianapolis and Tennessee, um, and I'm a little bit conflicted on where to go, but I would give maybe an edge for Indianapolis. That's putting a lot, though, on Matt Ryan. I think that they may be the team with a great running back, a good quarterback. They may be the team to beat, maybe get better quarterback play. That's the key because otherwise I think the Titans are really good. Houston and Jacksonville are certainly bringing up the real and rebuilding. I think Matt Ryan can still throw the football. His head is processing. His leadership is as good as it gets. He brings some gravitas. So the Colts play five of their six divisional games within the first seven weeks of the season and have the second easiest final four games, Vikings, Chargers, Giants, Texans, based on last year's standings. Not necessarily this year. The AFC North, look, I think there's some question marks, but I also think there's some good teams. I think the Browns have a really good roster. I think the quarterback situation without Deshaun Watson is problematic. I think Pittsburgh's got a good roster. I still wonder about their offensive line. And we've got to look at the quarterback and question that a little bit. I think the Ravens have a really good roster. Um, do they have enough of the passing game? Lamar Jackson, obviously, is a great talent. Then the Bengals, I think, have the best offense in the division. And I think they're pretty good uh, defense. Look, it's tough to repeat. It's tough to repeat in the division. I still like Cincinnati. I think they're the team to beat. I think Baltimore is in there. In, in 2021, the Ravens played 12 one-score games, second most in the league in one half of them. In the West, what a division. I mean, imagine having to try to win 13, 14 games, having to beat the other three teams in your division as good as these are. Kansas City, to me, is still the team to beat. The Chargers may have as good a roster. They have a great quarterback. Kansas City gets an edge with experience and at the head coach position. I'm still a little bit unsold on Brandon Staley. I'm not down on him in that I think he can improve and get better, but I think he's got a ways to go as a leader. I think that um, the Broncos are going to be better and could challenge at least maybe for that second spot, certainly a playoff spot. And I think the Raiders – in another division, could be a playoff team. Look, it, I think all four of these teams look like they have playoff capabilities. Just don't think it's going to be uh, difficult to get that spot within that division. I think the AFC West is going to play out similarly to the way it did last year. love the Chiefs. I love Mahomes. Uh, Chiefs have won six consecutive AFC West titles. That's the longest active streak in the NFL Give me the Chiefs slightly over the Chargers because I like the totality of what they do. The NFC East, well, you know, there's a lot of talk about the Cowboys, and certainly they have the better quarterback of the contenders, and they're capable, but they're not off to a good start health-wise. Um, I think – the depth factor is a problem. I think the Eagles have a better roster, but is the quarterback going to hold them back? I think it's a two-team race. I think it's a toss-up. I would say, A, I don't see any of these teams being a deep-run type of team. And I just would say, depth-wise, I would give the Eagles a little bit of an edge. If it comes down to, obviously, quarterback play late, I would give the edge to Dak Prescott here. 
But uh, I think the Giants in Washington, obviously, um, bringing up the rick. It comes down to Jalen Hurts. I mean, everything is there for him in Philly. They're a little bit of a crossroads. Uh, they need him to be really good. If he is, I think the Eagles are probably going to be the team to beat. The Cowboys are tied for the easiest strength of schedule in 2022, and the Eagles have the third easiest. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about your preseason picks. The NFC South, I can go either way here. I can go Saints. I'm leaning towards the Saints in the division because they've got the better roster. It's hard to go against Tom Brady, and I'm not going against Tom Brady. What makes me ponder this is the offensive line play of the Bucks. It is important, of course, for any team, but for a pure pocket passer, that's going to have to be stellar, and I'm concerned that it may not be. That is the key. And for the Saints, it's about the quarterback position. Um, I think the roster is better overall than Tampa. The defense is really good. The Bucks' defense is good as well. I think the Saints' offensive line running game, I think they've got really good receiver weapons. It really is um, about Jameis Winston and how well he'll play. It's going to be the key there. But it's a two-team race. Um, while I'm having a little bit of a problem, I've, I've gone with the Saints, but I, I just see that both the Saints and Tampa are on that same line, and yet they're a little bit different. Um, you know, I think that uh, the Buccaneers, who have the NFL's toughest first four games, Cowboys, Saints, Packers, and Chiefs, own the fourth toughest strength of schedule based on last year's win percentage. The North, uh, it's still Green Bay until further notice. I think Minnesota deserves some consideration. They won the North three years in a row. And, you, you know, when you talk about the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions, I still think they have a ways to go. Minnesota Vikings are the team that I, I think that um, that can cause the Packers and have caused the Packers some trouble. Matt LaFleur has had 13 wins at every season as a Packer head coach. On the other hand, Aaron Rodgers, nine playoff losses since 2011 or the most of any quarterback during that span. I think it really depends upon this. I think the Packers win the division. The issue is, are they good enough to go into a playoff run? Aaron Rodgers is good. Aaron Rodgers wants to be not only the face, the voice, but he wants to be the hero of every game. He wants to win where it's aesthetically pleasing to his attributes. You don't win championships unless you have a good defense and good play around the quarterback. They have not had that good enough. I think this Packers, have, they have improved their defense personnel-wise. If that defense can perform well and grow through the course of the season and stay healthy, then I do think there's a pretty good shot of the Packers maybe advancing. Without it, it'll be more the same playoff problems for Rodgers in the pack. And then the West. What to make of the NFC West? Rams are the re, uh, you know, the uh, Super Bowl champs. Like the team, still think the defense is good. Like the stability at quarterback. I like uh, their weapons on offense. I think it's just a really good team. Aaron Donald, best player in the league. I think they should be the favorite. I do think San Francisco has enough to contend in this division. I do think that the quarterback position would have to at least hold them back in the initial uh, evaluation of the division. But I think that they've got a good roster, and I think they're a play. I'm, I'm confident they're a playoff team. 
But the quarterback position, if it holds them back, how much will it hold them back? It's going to be interesting to see. The Cardinals and the Seahawks, you know, I'm not sure that I would be comfortable saying they're a playoff team. The Cardinals with a better chance to perhaps maybe make a run at it. There are a lot of things uh, going against you when you're a Super Bowl champion, though. Everybody's gunning for you. you got the toughest schedule. The defense is going to have to play even better this year for the Rams. They have the hardest strength of schedule based on the opponent's win percentage last year. 12 of LA's 17 games will be against teams that were over 500 last year. So it doesn't. it's not easy. You have a shorter offseason, more propensity of injuries, motivational factor. Not that they don't want to win, of course, but other people are even that much more motivated. So it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, to break it down. The key matchups, and we've got the breakdowns for you on LandryFootball.com. I mean, the the eye-opening matchups, of course, Thursday, Bills against the Rams. But, the you know, I think Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, New England, Miami, Green Bay, Minnesota, Raiders, Chargers, Bucks, Cowboys, real interesting. Denver, Seattle, interesting because of the sidebar of Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. I don't know that's that's going to be as good of a game. Um, the Saints in Atlanta. Atlanta, can they play well in week one? Week one can give you some surprises. You know, you can have a team that's not nearly as good win early and steal one. Could Atlanta do that at home? Um, could Chicago do that against San Francisco? Could Detroit do that against Philadelphia? Could the Jets do it against Baltimore? Um, could Carolina do it against Cleveland? That's one that's a possibility. How about Houston at home against Indy? Um Arizona at home against Kansas City. Not sure I'm buying many of those. Maybe, maybe Carolina. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, maybe Atlanta. I just am not sure that I'm I'm feeling that at this point. But to get a complete film room breakdown on all of these games, as well as all the college games, uh, each and every week, not just this week. Go to LandryFootball.com. Become a member. Very simple. Just join us for a month, try it out, see how you like it. If you want to get the best deal, I can tell you the football season sale is the best one because it gives you everything college and pro all football season long. Then we flip it in. You know, we got recruit cover recruiting in the draft all year long, but we'll flip into free agency and the draft and recruiting and everything that goes into the quote-unquote offseason, and we take you all the way through this point where we're starting the football season again. Football never sleeps. LandryFootball.com never sleeps. If you like football, you'll love LandryFootball.com. If it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got it covered for you on the college and NFL level at LandryFootball.com. And – right here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Got to tell you, once again, you got to check out the great folks at Price Picks. Now, pick out two to four players and see if they'll score more or less than their Price Pick uh, projection. You can win up to ten times your money on any entry. You're not competing with other people. It's just you versus the projections available. That's what I love about it. And you can do it on any sport, not just football. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just simply that easy. you got safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operation in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using the promo code LANDRY. Got to do that. Folks, you put up $100, they give you $100. Are you kidding me? 
All you got to do is put the code LANDRY, L-A-N-D-R-Y, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Go to prizepicks.com, put the promo code capital L-A-N-D-R-Y. All you need to do It's what I did. You won't regret it. Do it and let me know how it works out for you. Hit me up at LandryFootball.com. Hey, it's been great to join you again. Check us out. We're doing a lot more podcasts. We're covering a lot of different things on the Landry Football Podcast Network. College football, NFL, is uh, we cover everything all the time on LandryFootball.com. So make sure you bookmark it, check it. Join us at LandryFootball.com. Join us here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. You'll be glad you did. Your partner during this football season. Enjoy the start of the NFL season. Enjoy week two in college football. Alabama, Texas, Iowa State, Iowa, Kentucky, Florida. We'll see who's the third best team in the East perhaps there. We'll get to learn more about a number of teams. Tennessee, Pittsburgh's really good. A lot of good games. We got it all for you broken down on LandryFootball.com. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you next time, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.